talks about, you know, anti, nobody should have guns, blah, 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 blah. But Christ said, pick up a sword. And blast Christ. the mother. <laughs> I don't think those were his words verbatim, but he did pick up a whip and went ape. Something like that. It was translated. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. Glad to have you here with us today, folks. Oh, my gosh. Got a nice little relaxing tune there. Got to, I've been doing a lot more synthwave intro music. I just like it. It's kind of got this nice little vibe to it. It's chill. It's a weird kind of futuristic Jamaican vibe. It's kind of like, ah, feeling good, but more synthesized, like bringing it back to the 80s. Ah, good times. Good times. Happy, happy Friday. No, 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 not, not Friday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday all day. Happy Thursday, everybody. Glad, glad that you're spending your Thursday here with us. Uh, and if you're not, well, then go fuck yourself. But anyway, <laughs> glad to have y'all here. It's going to be a shorter show today. Um, for those that don't know, I've got a, you know, the whole lump thing. Going to an ear, nose, and throat doctor immediately after the episode to go get the ultrasound results looked into more. They said we have to do a consult, then potentially we'll, we'll probably have to biopsy it and then go from there once we get the results. So, yeah, it is it is what it is. Um, man, if I die, I'm going to haunt the fuck out of all y'all. I really am. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, if you're on Rumble right now and you, you like catching the live show, I would highly suggest you go over and look at kick.com slash John Burke. You get the notifications on time. I'm not sure why Rumble is still having this issue. It has been like, what, over a year? What the fuck, man? What the fuck? Over a year and still uh, nothing. Nothing. What are you spending the money on? Good Lord. Instead of hiring out people like Steven Crowder, who's just like, yeah, work on the work on the system rumble. What the hell? Anyway, I'm glad to have y'all here with us today. Uh, interesting. It's going to be a smaller episode. Like I said, I got to out to that appointment, but I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go look at a house too. Uh, people are, wait, people are actually saying they're getting it on time today. They said they're getting the notifications on time. That's wonderful. Oh, well. I take back every bad thing I said about rumble. Yeah. Kidding. You know, I just got it two minutes ago. So. Really? Yeah. Did you? I didn't get anything, but then again, I don't follow myself because I don't have an ego like that. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, yeah. Everybody in the chat is saying they got the rumble notification on time today. Wonderful. Come on over to kick or not. Yeah. Kick. I was going to say Twitch. Good Lord. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. People are saying they got it on time. Outstanding. Outstanding. Glad to hear that. Glad that what were we talking about before the show? The election. How you yeah. think it's rigged. It, <laughs> no, I know I'm playing with it. I just want to like get straight into the thick of things. I get so many people like, and before you get on my nuts, yes, I'm sucking on a robo dick today. I've we've so Sheila and I, I love how I'm all over the fucking place all of a sudden. Sheila and I, we do we practice tango at night when uh when we're not too tired, and normally we'll have like two glasses of wine and the hookah. And the hookah apparently, uh, like I said, like we were talking about before, like with one sitting, you're smoking the equivalent of like a hundred cigarettes. So it kind of, the, the urge hit hard last night, because I'm not going to lie, the anxiety buildup of this whole thing in my neck, it's concerning a little bit. You know, it's bothersome. Potentially it's a tumor. Can't, we don't know. But I was like, I could really go for a hookah right now. And I was like, but I don't want to go buy one just to throw it away. It's an expensive purchase. So she said, let's get a vape. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So I got a little birthday cake vape that I've been sucking at Robo Dick. I know, I know. Everybody's going to bust my balls over this one, but I don't care. You know, we sell them, right? Uh, yeah, that's Delta 8. So I'm not trying to get stoned right now. I, I got a life I got to continue living because when I'm on Delta 8, I'm, well, it depends on how much I want to chill. It depends. Like, I'll, I'll like, here's the crazy thing. Um, the green apple, I've only been taking half a gummy and it's getting me there instead of a full gummy. Like my tolerance is like kind of coming down for some reason or that is just a stronger batch. I don't know. But the green apple, it hits hard. I was like, yeah. I got to back off on this one. So it's passion fruit for me. It's weird. Each flavor feels like a little bit different way. Like, but they're all, but they're all the same milligram. Well, actually, it's well, a little no, more no, no, no. They're, they're at least twenty five milligrams. The mm -hmm. passion fruit always comes in higher. a couple of grams higher than every. And people don't realize that because we can't, we can't actually put that on the package because yeah. it's kind of like, hey, it's twenty five milligrams across the board. But the passion fruit you said is like what twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. So that's you're getting money's worth right there. Shellshockcbd.com, folks. We ship to every all fifty states. You want to get high? We got you covered. We're what year are we in right now? We're coming up on year four, aren't we? Yeah. We started October of 2019. Uh, yeah, it was, it was about yeah. right around then. Yeah. yeah. So we're coming up on year four. And talk about blessed. Thank you guys so much. Like, yeah, we've been taking this, these last year, this last two years, since, since Biden took office, yeah, sales have been way down because of inflation, discretionary spending. We've covered this, you know, and I like getting to tell people about this because it's kind of like they get some insight on what it's like to operate a business. And we're still a small business by any stretch of the imagination. But um, it's been it's been really interesting to see the ups and downs and just, uh, man, the obstacles we're facing right now as far as new customer acquisition is, is our biggest priority right now. And it's been so difficult because we can't advertise on Twitter because they don't like me. 
<laughs> that was the only platform we could have advertised on. But um, yeah, we were talking about doing infomercials on television and they said they won't mess with CBD. Um, getting, we are going to be doing some brick and mortars now, but even finding places to do a CBD shop, we get compared to a smoke shop, yeah, like a head shop. It's like, that's not what we are. And it's become like, it's, it's so just unmotivating sometimes that, you know, I was telling Tyler the other day, we found a Tom thumb, which they call like Tyler's talking about, like it's an anchor store. People are going to come to grocery shops. So you want to attach your brick and mortar, something close by to that. So you get some recognition. People see it's like, oh, Delta A, CBD, whatever. I'm coming to get groceries. You just never know. So found a great location right off of 75, the main highway here in Dallas, DFW area. And we looked at the Tom Thumb. It's like perfect. So we call the property managers. Like, yeah, we don't mess with CBD. I'm like, motherfucker. Every, it's like, that's the constant thing we keep running into. So new customer acquisition has been such a pain in the ass because if we post on Facebook, we get banned. They, t- they pull down all CBD and Delta 8 posts because they're a bunch of communist pricks, but our fascist pricks, rather. Excuse me. So that's, that's, but I was telling Tyler, I was like, man, we're going to look back at this however long it takes. We are going to have a breakthrough. We'll hit the next plateau and we'll have a breakthrough. Yeah. We'll find a way. We will find a way to target new customers. And that's where y'all come in too. When you share the episode and you let people know about Shell Shock CBD, word of mouth goes a long way. It really does. So that, we do reviews. appreciate that. Yeah. And oh, by the way, before I forget, the reward point system, if you refer a customer, you get points for that. Did y'all know that? If you're an avid Shell Shock customer, consumer, we appreciate, we love you. If you refer people, you can go on your uh, your your um, reward profile and you can generate your own link and you can give that out to your friends and you get points for that. You can literally acquire that and get free product in the future. It's pretty cool. And it's not a pyramid scheme. I mean, we could make well. it. Wow. <laughs> no, you literally, you they they purchase using your code, yeah. your, uh, your generated link. Those reward points automatically go into your account. Dude, really? you can't you can't beat that with a brick stick. You can't. You can't. You can't. You don't want to. You don't want to. Why would you want to beat that with a brick stick? You freaks. Oh my god. Hold on. Uh, James says I haven't had any luck using the vape pen. I've had three. The first one worked great, but after that, you replaced it. It broke, and they all haven't worked since. I don't know why. Hit up. Uh, hit us up at uh, support at Shell Shock CBD. We'll get you. Did you get a refund on that? Like we'll refund that hands. If it's broken, we will refund that or we'll send you another. We haven't, because look, when you go to a vape store, they make you test it before you walk out the door. Yeah. For that reason alone. So if your shit doesn't work, let us know. We'll send you another one. I saw that at the uh, gas station I go to. They yeah. have a sign up that says uh, all sales final. Yeah. If you buy a broken one, that you buy a broken one. That's it. Oh, fuck that now. Yeah. No. Because the problem with that though, is they can't actually test these when they manufacture them. So it's one of those, like you're making it in good faith, good conscience. Uh, but a lot of them will say, before you leave the store, test it now. If it doesn't work, we'll replace it on the spot. Well, Shellshock, we can't do that. But if you get it, you buy it, you receive it, you test it, it doesn't work, we'll send you a replacement for free. So hit us up, man. Hit us up. And we will definitely make uh, make good on that, man. Don't want to send people faulty product. It happens. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's the nature of the beast when it comes to vape pens and shit like that. But people do love the Delta 8 vape. I can't do it. Like, uh, I just, I, I got to function during the day. Yeah, no. That's, that's one of those things. Though. I prefer the gummy. I like yeah, the gummy. But anyway, also make sure you check us out at 1920brand.com. Uh, we're working on our mojito mix now. Hope you all are excited about that. I am. I So I can't drink this right now. I don't like whiskey. I'm not a whiskey fan. But I told Tyler, he's like, we need mojito. I will destroy mojito. So he's already getting the ingredients and everything together. So we are going to be releasing a mojito mix for 1920brand.com. So, yeah. But, uh. yeah, I, I'm seeing that member of the public over on Rumble. He says, FBI killed Utah, man. Did you see this? Did you see anything about this article? The FBI? Yeah, but did you see what this guy was posting? 
something about killing Biden. Yeah, he was sitting he, there with a gun. Yeah, he was. It was just is. He's he one of these. So they killed him. So they killed him. Yeah. But he was posting things on Instagram stories, some stuff like that, and basically said, I can't wait to see like Biden's head decapitated head rotting in a corner. I'm like, okay, that's pretty gruesome, but I feel ya. I feel ya. <laughs> I gotta feel ya. But apparently the FBI raided and shot the dude. But he, okay, so oh, okay, let's let's tiptoe through this minefield real quick. I don't think they shot now. I'm I'm spitballing here, and you feel free to correct me. I don't feel they shot him because of that. Because he posed with guns and body armor and stuff like that. I feel like they probably raided him and he went for his firearm and they shot him. I'm guessing. I don't know if that's true or not. You know, maybe. I just don't think the FBI would go. Uh, Actually, you know what? I'm going to shut the fuck up because they totally would. After we saw what happened with Waco and yeah, that's possible. Now, the guy was the guy was making death threats against the president, but that's free speech. You that's can't free do that. speech. You actually can't make threats. No, against I the know. President. I know. But I'm, I'm a free speech absolutist. Do what you want, bro. Yeah, why not? Like, fuck the president. But yeah, I get it. You can't. But I mean, th- yeah, what happened to Kathy Griffin? People are bringing that shit up. She's yeah. holding the head of Donald Trump. Nothing happened to that bitch. No. Yeah. She just she was never funny. She she's blamed like, everybody else. She's like annoying herpes. They're just not funny. I've never been. Her. She's never been funny. No. I just and she was get, a Donald Trump fan and, until he got pre- oh, he was president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To suck his orange dick. Hey, good news. Barbie is ranked in $1 billion. Apparently, it's the first female director that's done something like that. Congratulations. I guess if you need a movie to exalt female empowerment, awesome. The Barbie movie? Yeah, apparently it's like it's breaking records. That's where we're at, folks. That's where we're at. Apparently, the uh, matriarchy is, that's good money. Man-hating. Is that what it is? I, I don't know. I need to actually go see the damn movie because I feel like Barbie... Uh, yes, okay, so I, I follow Michael Knowles on Twitter and he was... I think he was just kind of joking because the Barbie movie was actually good. Um, but, you know, instantly conservatives... Uh, Bill Mayer, Bill Maher came out and he actually bashed it, said it's man-hating. And Bill Maher, he's kind of an independent yet still leans liberal, like a classic liberal. I don't agree. I've, I've found myself agreeing more so with Bill in recent times than pre-Trump. Pre-Trump, he was out there. But I think Bill Maher, we're going to talk about Joe Manchin today, are classic examples of how the DNC has gone so far off the rails of sanity. Now people are saying, we've got to leave this party. Because the the article today on Manchin is that he is considering leaving the DNC and going independent. And I feel like this is a classic tell on how a lot of people within the DNC are starting to view how their party has been taken over by the extreme feminism, the extreme transgender, transgenderism. The squad. So the DNC, I feel, is eventually going to break apart and they're going to go and, I mean, I could even see them forming a new party of just kind of, well, actually, maybe not because I think they realize if they form a new party, they're going to starve. There's nobody's going to support them. They're they're trying to hijack the DNC right now, which is what we predicted. Is mm-hmm. that these people are going to come in, they're going to run buckshot, and they're going to virtue signal, they're going to recruit people with this whole guilt trip thing of like, well, we should be in support of trans, yada, yada, yada. And then eventually it's going to lead into supporting of molestation, pedophilia, and here it is. Yeah. The DNC is, and Manchin's quote was, it's unrecognizable. Well, you know, they were all for uh, just man and a man and a woman getting married yeah. until they weren't. Yep. And then all of a sudden, now they, it's, they, they, it's, yeah. yeah. I yep. mean, all through the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. It's, it's what they would, it's what they would Bro, preach. Bro, it took a quick turn fast. It was like, we Hillary want to marry Clinton, each other. Barack Obama, yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah. They all flip-flopped on that. Yeah. They all flip-flopped on that. They, Most politicians they, do, They though. got pressured into it. Yeah. Have you seen any politician that actually holds true to their own individual beliefs? No. I, I don't I think Rand Paul. Rand I've Paul. Actually, I've seen uh, Massey Ron do Paul. it. Ron Paul. I've seen Massey do it. I've seen Justin Amish do it. Uh, I respect those people. 
Um, Matt Gates has turned to a complete sellout, just complete sellout. Like, I, I don't know. I had, I had some shred of respect for this guy when he was basically holding the house, uh, him and Anna Polina, all the rest of them, they're like the 20, uh, Republicans that were basically holding the house hostage. But when they wanted to push McCarthy as a speaker yeah. and said, we want these things, we want these concessions and McCarthy promised it. We still don't have the J six tapes. Still did. No, nothing. Oh, well, weird, weird. Didn't get that. Lost a lot of respect for those people, but I don't know. Maddie G, Maddie G. But uh, no, going back to the other point, well, though, is it's like the DNC has just gone off the rails of, of sanity. So let's just get straight into it. Manchin um, says he's seriously considering becoming independent. Says Washington Dem brand is so bad. Senator Joe Manchin uh, said Thursday that he is seriously considering becoming an independent and lamented that the Washington Democrats brand had become so bad. He says, I have ha- I have to have peace of mind, basically. The brand has become so bad. The D, the D and the R brand, Manchin told West Virginia Metro News talk line host, uh, Hoppy, blah, blah, blah. And West Virginia, the D brand, because it's the national brand. It's not the Democrats in West Virginia. It's the Democrats in Washington. Hmm, never thought about that way. Because I would just automatically assume that what's represented in Washington is representative of the voter base. But clearly that's, that, I mean, that's, that's clearly, that's, that's a good point. It's not true because I feel like, say, for example, Matt Gates, who's a representative out of Florida does not represent Floridians because regardless of what you think about Trump, Matt Gates is a Trump loyalist. And a lot of Floridians do not like that about him. They're, they're losing faith in him because, and again, it has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It's in the sense of like, these are the politicians that we are electing to represent the people. You shouldn't be loyal to an individual for the sake of wanting your career to excel. I think if you're loyal to the people and what they want by and large, that's why they vote. It's representation. So when you're no longer representing the people, I can understand why they no longer want you. It'd be like, well, I mean. Do you think he wins uh, his re-election? That's a good question. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens to these representatives that have bent the knee to Trump and that are Trump loyalists, especially in Florida, considering DeSantis is running, who's out of, who's governor of Florida. It's going to be interesting to see. This is kind of like a, uh, an experiment. Like, because I, I haven't been, I have not been in politics long enough to have any kind of source of reference to this, but to see how a state can be so interconflicted of being pro-Trump or anti or pro-DeSantis, anti-Trump, which I don't even think it's anti-Trump, it's just they prefer DeSantis over Trump, but these elected representatives out of Florida that are pro-Trump, it's like, I kind of wonder what this is going to do to their careers. I don't know. I kind of think that Ron DeSantis will drop out early. Uh, no. I don't think so. I think that's my guess anyway. If no, I had a guess, I, I would, I would say the more he sinks in his in his ratings, there is. Don't forget, we got we've still got a year, man. We've we'll got see. a year, and a lot can happen in a year. Because here's what well, I would he, think: if I was Ron DeSantis' team, I would say if he's polling low. But again, the polls this are like this is what they continuously use on the MAGA train. It's he's quoting the polls over and over and over. It's polls, 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 polls. Polls do not matter this early. It's just, it's, it's a good little metric people utilize, but polls can also be manipulated. And Trump does that all the time. Because explain to me why, and I've said this before, why does he call Fox News fake news, but then when they publish a poll that favors him in some way, he'll quote that said, yeah. said poll. It's because it favors him. Exactly. Yeah, so that's why I'm get saying. the game, but still, it's not going to be exact, but you have to take the aggregate out of all the polls that are being taken. No, because then you can defeat then that with have, the whole 2016 polling. Trump was getting to, slaughtered. Uh, he was, he, he was. was, he was, but so, uh, I don't know. Like those I'm were detach, I'm detaching my personal preferences on. I'm just, I'm going by ex- historical examples. And the, the focal point is just the polling itself. That's what I'm focused on. So it's kind of like, I don't, it, my independent, uh, 
opinions on Biden versus, it doesn't matter, or excuse me, DeSantis versus Trump. It's just that when people become so um, transfixed on using polling data to quote whether or not their um, their person's going to win, I was like, I think you're doing yourself a grave disservice there. Yeah, I think he likes polls. I think. <laughs> I knew you were going to make it about dicks somehow. I knew. I had a feeling. It's going to be about dicks somehow. I don't know. I don't know. But um, no, I, mean, I, I see, again, I I see th the, the DeSantis team. If you go by the polls, yeah, he's not doing good. But with that being said, though, I'm interested to see where um, Trump goes with these indictments. Because, number one, it is empowering him. It is boosting his poll rating. People are loving Trump more than ever. But if they actually get him on any, I need to get Marina Medvin back on because when it comes to these indictments, she yeah, can break this down a lot a better. She's a huge DeSantis fan. Right? She is, yeah. She, but it's interesting because Marina was also one of these people that was also pro-Trump. But it's Trump surrogates that have turned her off to Trump. And these Trump surrogates, like, for example, Laura Loomer is just going batshit crazy. I had to block her on Twitter. I don't, like, this woman, she's basically accused um, Casey DeSantis of faking breast cancer. She's accused her of being a murderer. All just insane things. So it's these surrogates that Trump has surrounded himself with, with the likes of Marjorie Taylor Greene and the rest of them, that turn people off to Donald Trump. Like the fact that, like I've said again, time and time again, that he he continues to surround himself with the Roger Stones, the freaking My Pillow, Mike Lindell. These people are whack jobs. Yeah, I and don't I don't want to see them around yeah. a president that's going to lead the free world. I'm sorry. I just don't. See, I, I still trust in his policies, Trump's policies moving forward. I think he would get us back into... You know, a good I think place financially. Too. Well, I think I think DeSantis or Trump would. But DeSantis, though, does worry me with his whole anti-Semitic thing. We talked about going after third. You weren't here for that one. Right. Uh, I know I, you're I talking lost, about that. Yeah, that but. concerned me. When DeSantis said that going after third world countries for anti-Semitism, it's like, no, absolutely not. I am not on board with that. That is a massive tell for me. It's like, wait a minute. And this is where you get into the conversation of um, Jewish nepotism. It's like, now you're going to have the, anti, the, the honest anti-Semites, the honest Jew haters. When I say that, I'm saying this and say, for example, how they accuse Trump supporters of being Nazis. Clearly, we're not. So there are some people out there that criticize Jewish nepotism that are not anti-Semites. You can criticize Jewish nepotism, white, black, it doesn't matter. But then there are anti-Semites that will hitch themselves onto that train and say, yeah, I just don't like Jews in total. And so you have to, you know, don't conflate the two. But what I do see with DeSantis, and the reason I say that is because when DeSantis shows loyalty to that level in regards to the Jewish people, that's concerning. You're not running for president of Israel. You're not right. running for president of the Jews. You're running yeah. for president of America. And when you start saying things... Um, I think that's why people like Trump so much is because he put America first. He did. He did. And that's that's one thing that I will never take away from Donald Trump. But at the same token, like he's done a lot of dumb shit. And here's, he the, has done here, a lot here's the crazy uh, thing, dude. Again, the financial side of it for me is the we most important thing. Yeah. But we would not be in this position right now if Trump would have just shut the fuck up about DeSantis. If Trump would have run a clean campaign minus the attacks on DeSantis, I don't think DeSantis, and I've said this before, I will hold true to this, I don't think DeSantis would be nearly as popular as he is right now had Trump not went after him. I just I think really DeSantis don't think so. made, did himself a disservice by throwing his hat in this election. What has he got to lose? Uh, you think you think people get political career for what running for president? Yeah, no, I mean, come you're on, gonna turn off that's an entire voter base. Surrogate. That's not, how is he turning on them uh, by going and running saying, okay, because you yeah, have. Okay, let's so just what put about it like way. Republicans uh, 
against Trump on Twitter. Like you have those that's types. different. Those are Democrats in disguise. But that's like saying the Lincoln Project's Republicans. Come on. Well, Come I mean, on. there's other there's groups You're like that. You're conflating two different there. things here. I think if anything, this brings more attention to Santos. And maybe he will run again in 2028. I don't know. But I don't think this is going to end his political career. That's what his surrogates. I have hope been not because he's done a great job. He's done in a Florida. damn good job in but, Florida. Yeah. I mean, we'll see where it goes. And if Trump voters in Florida don't want to vote for him for governor again just because he ran against Trump, I'm sorry, but you're fucking stupid. But you're stupid at this point. I think he's coming up. I don't think he can run after in 2028 for governor again, right? Yeah, because he got reelected. You're right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, then after this, he'd probably go for Congress, I'd imagine. Or, I mean, I just think he would have been better off just supporting Trump and coming back or even like pulling back now and saying, listen, this is too important. They're yeah. trying to I don't know, put man. their political opponent in prison. Yeah. This is third world country it stuff. Is third world this country isn't bullshit, a, this yeah. isn't what America was founded on. It's and just, I I would love to see a lot of the Republicans and independents come together and just support and him. Trump like, could have done that if he would have just united bullshit. the party. Yes, We're not and Trump would have united the party. Stop with this infighting, but Trump can't help himself. That's why I'm saying, that's why I think DeSantis is the, is the more cleaner cup version of Trump. That's why I think like- Yeah, if, he's definitely more polished. Yeah. I'll give you that. He's a definitely, a, he's a politician. Well, they all are. Trump's a politician yeah. too. But, he's, but he doesn't talk like the other politicians. He he's talks still a like, politician though. Yeah, but he doesn't talk like other politicians right okay so how does DeSantis talk like a politician he's just a, a, a polished politician when he gets up you know he doesn't i just he strikes me as just another politician when they're you, all when politicians you, when you see him all wait, up wait, on stage but you just said that he he did a good job in florida yeah, i think he did i think so his then how is he just good. another politician when he gets up and speaks in Josh, front of people you ignorant slut <laughs> <laughs> fuck you Either way, like I've said, here's the thing. Both of us are of the mindset, like, if DeSantis gets the nomination, we'll vote DeSantis. If Trump yeah. gets it, we'll vote Trump. Yeah, That's just, agreed, 100% there. But I just feel like, I think DeSantis could do a better job. I think he would surround himself with better people. He makes smarter decisions. If he gets in, I, I hope he does. I just don't think either of them, though, are going to defund the FBI. That's the thing that pisses me off. I haven't heard any of I them say... I think Trump would, because they've broke into his fucking house in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, yeah. I mean, that would be the first thing I do is be like, eh, you're all out of here. You know what? You've convinced me. I am going to vote. I, I think I do now. I've switched from DeSantis to Trump. No, I'm totally kidding. That's not true. <laughs> uh, but I bet well, you do vote for Trump. 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, bro, I, the only thing, honestly, is if the independents put out a candidate that was actually worth a damn, and they never have. Not since, who was it, Ross Perot? Independents, like, they're their own worst enemy. Like, I think Rand Paul, Ron Paul know the game. You're going to yeah. have to run on a Republican ticket because independents usually, it's got to be one of those things that it's got to be the perfect scenario. And the perfect scenario is basically the GOP nominates a complete shitbag that are like, even Republicans are like, no, too much. And then independents say, well, we've got the solid candidate right here. And that would be the time to interject Rand Paul. Rand Paul is building, I, I see, I think Rand Paul will run again. I think he will. Because Rand Paul's building a thing now. He's been in the headlines a lot as being the anti-Fauci. Yeah. He's coming out against hard, against COVID, the lockdowns, yada. Oh, by the way, for those that didn't know, um, apparently COVID's back and it's worse than ever. This year in summer of 2024, COVID returns more deadly than ever. This time, make sure you get your tickets for COVID part two. Starring with the likes of Anthony Fauci, who is missing right now. But still, he's going to come back. I'm just, I'm over it. But I see Rand Paul really um, boosting himself by coming out against the Anthony Fauci's and exposing all the lies and all the grifts and all the stuff like that. And I think, uh, let, me, let me ask you this then. If COVID came back, 
which they are they are pushing for it to come back. Right. If you start watching the headlines, folks, watch MSNBC, watch CNN, watch all of this, they're going to try the same spin again. But this time it's even more deadly. But do you think people will accept that again as far as the lockdowns? Do no. you think you think they'll be over it? Nope. Like, nope, not no. doing it. I, I say that because just going to parent teacher conference uh just a couple of days ago. So it's, you know, a Christian school that yeah. my kids go to and we're yeah. sitting there and they're talking about um she, the teacher made a comment about doing the uh, Zoom meetings or Zoom classes. She's yeah. like, just kidding. We're never doing that again. <laughs> well, if the state mandates it, I mean. No. <clears throat> I mean, they would say no? It's a, it's not a public school. It's a private school. A True. private business can do whatever it wants. Who's Sam Harris? Should. I see Austin Peterson posting a lot about the Sam Harris character. Now, who's, who's Sam? You know who that is? Mm, Apparently he did an interview and he talks about if COVID comes back enough, he would support the state coming in and do forced vaccinations. Like he, he made it, he made it akin to say, for example, the Spanish flu of the early 1900s saying if it was actually that deadly, then it would be okay for the government to come in and then force jab people. I'm like, no, no, it wouldn't. Absolutely not. Because they, they tried to do it with COVID. They tried saying it was this deadly, deadly virus. And it wasn't, It, it hit the elderly. Uh, my mom came into town and, um, you know, uh, I grew up in this church in Beaumont, and still, I still got love for this church. Um, but she said uh, they lost a few yeah. due to COVID, but they were morbidly obese right. and elderly. Yeah. No young, no healthy. Um, Both my parents had it, and they're in their 70s. Yeah. But I think that they're going to try and put another spin on it and say this this variable is worse than the last one, which if you look at the history of, of vac- or, uh, diseases or uh, viruses like that, that's not true. That's not true at all. They get weaker as they go, right. from my understanding. Yeah. Except for like things like the flu. It mutates into something completely different. But unless COVID's doing that, from my understanding, which uh, I don't know. You know what? Let me hold off on passing judgment on that because I'm not an expert on this. But I do feel like as far as the propaganda goes, they're going to try and come out and say this is worse than before. And we need the vaccine. We need a lockdown. And it's like, look, the data even shows it didn't work. It didn't do diddly squat. Yeah. You're wrong. There's and people look, still talking about putting on a mask. People still wear masks too. I kind of like that idea though, because it kind of identifies the dipshits in society that are just yeah, like that's sheep. True. It's like, oh, so you're you're that easily manipulated. Stupid bumper stickers. Do you feel like good every about time yourself? I every time I see a, a Beto bumper sticker, I'm like, oh, I know, you're an idiot. I still see that today. Like, uh, like voted for Beto. Or I was like, oh my Biden god, Biden Harris. Where did he go? I gotta pull up next to him. Look at him. You see, I'm like, <laughs> you yep, see this? This is me judging you. <laughs> <laughs> this is me judging you because you voted for Beto, you moron. Oh my, can you imagine if we had Beto for governor? Oh good lord, God, man, that guy's a total dillweed. I haven't said that in a long time. Dillweed, a, dude's a total dillweed. Just such a beta. A Such big a beta bitch. dummy <clears throat> big, came out and started talking about the, the buoys in the Rio Grande. Oh, my God. So they, they keep they, coming out about that shit. I'm yeah. like, you know what? Go to the port of entry, assholes. Yeah. You don't have to well, worry about it. They found a body in one of them, floating in one of them, and they tried blaming it on the buoys. And they say the the MSM, and they've been tweeting hard about the propaganda networks out there, tweeting about it has razor blades, buzz saws, like a skill saw. Yeah. Has the, it's not. It's just slightly serrated, and it's not even sharp. It can't kill you. But- the body floated, got caught in one. They blamed it on they died by a boy. The, the body drowned and floated downstream and got caught in one of that. You know, like, even if they do it, die trying to care. cross that, yeah, yeah, exactly. that way. That's what it's for. That's their fault. That's your fault. Because Don't. you go to the port of entry. I agree. Sign in. Sign Ooh. your name. <laughs> the Irish did it for Ellis Island. Yeah. My grandparents from Italy. Yeah. Their name is in that book. Really? Your grandparents yep. came from Italy? Yeah. I didn't know that. 
Like yeah. your father's father came from Italy? My great-grandparents. Great-grandparents migrated from Italy. Yeah. I didn't know you were Italian. We've talked about it before. I don't care about you. That's why. I don't really. <laughs> I got PTSD. When's my birthday, I got asshole? PTSD. It's in September. No, it is I don't know. You have no idea. <laughs> uh, no, your birthday was just happened recently, didn't it? Like a few yeah, months ago. Like last year. Oh, that was Tyler. I'm sorry. We forgot Tyler's birthday. Yeah. We're such I'm terrible bosses. with birthdays. Yeah. So I don't blame care. people on that. But we made it up to him. Like we get Tyler gets paid good. I was taken care of. Got him a lab dance. It was his favorite male dancer. We did. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, that was you. You gave it to him. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> was it me? All right. Uh, Joe Manchin. Uh, Manchin's been asked several times. I like how we go from lap dancing to what the fuck. I don't, I don't know, man. Um, uh, Manchin has been asked several times in the past about a possible party switch. Uh, as we remember, him and Krista Cinema uh, during the uh, big Biden spend bill voted no against this. And Kristen Cinema has also went independent. And Manchin's now potentially going the same route. Um, particularly after helping kick off key pieces of President Biden's progressive agenda like Build Back Better, he never ruled it out, but has been hesitant to go much further, preferring to keep his future political plans close, even in the face of a fierce GOP Senate challenge from West Virginia Governor Jim Justice. On Thursday morning, however, he said, I would very seriously think about becoming independent. Um, how many Republicans have you seen do that? Have we um, seen any Republicans go independent? Off the top of our heads, go independent. I'm in re- sure there in have recent been. times, in recent times, uh, I haven't. I haven't seen anybody. I thought one or two did during Trump's presidency. Possibly, I don't. I remember. can't remember who though. Yeah, I'd have to look into. It must it. not have been very but, important. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, they weren't. Hobo Chili says Josh is a dirty wop. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wops. I prefer Dago. <laughs> Where does that? What does Dago originate from? What is yeah, wop? I have no though? idea. All right, we're looking oh, this up. Wop is walking without papers. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Where did they go? We got to come from Dago. Because every time it's like an insult, racist insult towards Italians, like Dago Wop. But that's never, like, that's never been, I've never, I've never heard that and felt like, I could see how that's insulting. Like, it actually sounds like a cool little nickname, like fucking Wop. It's like, yeah. Or like they used to call the Irish bunch of fucking mix. Yeah. I'm like, I don't see the insult in that. I don't either. That sounds kind of cool because a lot of, uh, you know, the, the names and how they announce the and stuff like that, the Irish, Scottish, things like that. And, oh, my God, we pissed them off by even referencing those two in the same sentence because they are completely different. Let me tell you. But um, where does uh, – chat, look this up. Um, Dago. Where does Dago come from? Yeah, I'm an Olive Garden Italian. That's right. That's right. Hello. <laughs> Olive Garden's good. It is good, but that ain't Italian food because it's not homemade. It's salad, though. Oh, uh, the breadsticks. They got that dressing down. Oh, the breadstick with the Alfredo dipping sauce. Oh, Bafangulia. Italia. I do want to go to Italy. I do want to go tour Italy. Italy does look beautiful. Yeah, it does. Actually, I'd heard from Natalia, who's been on the show. Y'all remember Natalia? Um, she told me there's parts of Italy that are absolute trash because of the litter. She's like, and it smells. Not not like in the bigger cities, but she said there's like a, lot, a few coastal ones that they don't care. And it's complete trash. It's like, I never would have thought that. Mm. Never would have thought that. Um, all right, let's move on. Talking about mansion. Um, yeah, I'll give you a tour of Italy. <laughs> Hawaii right now. Um, I don't know if you've been watching the news, folks. In Hawaii, this is sad. Hawaii fires death toll climbs to 36 as flames engulf Maui. Uh, they said this was a, I, I'm, I'm trying to find the causation of this. But they said wildfires have completely destroyed over $9 billion worth of homes, tourism. Like Maui, no pun intended, is tor- it's been torched. And these people have been displaced. 
uh, hundreds upon hundreds, if not thousands, have lost their homes. Um, the death toll in the wildfires ravaging Hawaii climbed to 36 late Wednesday evening, Maui County officials said. The identities of those killed were not included in the brief statement, which confirmed firefighting efforts continue. I'm not sure if the fires died out yet. I yeah, hope I it has. Um, as Breitbart News reported earlier in the day, the toll stood at six in a wildfire that has raised the resort town of Lahaina, forgive me if I mispronounce that, on the island of Maui as desperate residents jumped into the ocean in a bid to escape, escape the fast-moving flames. This is real. If you go on places like TikTok or whatever in the trending videos, you can see this. Like people literally getting out of their cars and jumping into the ocean, grabbing something to float on while they just wait out the fires. Man, you talk about just sadness. Just horrific. That is so sad. But hey, good news though. We're sending $10 billion to Ukraine. Fuck the Hawaiians, right? Yeah, how did it start? That's, uh, that's, that's I was trying to find the question. causation. What was the causation? U.S. Coast Guard officers plucked at least a dozen people from the water as emergency services. And hats off to the Coast Guard on that one. I'm finally doing something worth a fuck. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. God bless the Coast Guard. We always got to beef with each other. They're saying rumors are that a laser beam struck the island of Maui shortly the, before the fire. Damn Jews. It was the, I'm, let's get freaking uh, the golden Jew in here. The pew pew Jew. Let's get him. It's his fault. Yeah. Ask him if he knows anything. Bro, what's up with the Jewish space laser? Seriously. We should call him real quick. You want to call him? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's call him real quick. All right. Um, see what he has to say. Ah, Yuda. He just, he literally just tweeted at me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you need his number? Let me text you his number. <clears throat> Hold on. Entertain the people while I do this. I got to look up his number. Uh, I don't get it. Do something, Josh. Uh, Olive Garden. Right, guys? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Dance monkey. Dance. Oh my God. Hey. Okay, I'm texting the number now. You can call him up, get him live on the show. Okay. Ask him, ask him what the hell's up with this Jewish space laser. Start the fires in Hawaii. <laughs> oh my God. Does he know what we're calling him? No, I'll tell him we're live. Okay. I mean, it's not like he's going to say anything anti Semitic, though. So <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. He should pick up. Is it ringing? There we go. We're doing this together, guys. Yeah. Hello. Hey, it's John and Josh on the All American Savage Show podcast. Uh, Yuda, bro, what's going on with the wildfires in Hawaii? We're getting reports that there was a Jewish space laser that started this. Do you do you want to weigh in on this? <laughs> yeah, they got it off my website. <laughs> well, what's the deal? What's up with you fucking Jews starting all these fires with that damn laser, bro? One second, you do know, you do know it. You there? You cut out. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hey. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got Can you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, clear. sorry. Are you, are you sitting by a computer? Yeah, we're on, we're live on the air right now. Oh, are you really? Okay. If, if you want to blame them on anybody, go, go to my website. Oh, here we go. Yuda's never going to miss an opportunity to promote his fucking website. We've already been over this. We know what's on your website. Oh, no, no, no. You you don't know this one. You okay, don't know this hold one. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Let me pull this, it up. This, this is an Easter egg that you need okay. a special code pew, pew, to find. com, right? The, the pewpewjew.com. Okay. The pew, were, we pew, were we scheduled for a podcast that I didn't know or are you just randomly calling? No, I'm just randomly calling. 
Somebody brought up oh, the totally. Jews. It's like, I know a Jew. We're going to blame this on you. It's Judah's <laughs> fault. Blame Done. It. Do it. Jewish blame spell. it okay. on me. What's the, uh, what's the Easter right. egg? I got your website up. Okay. Go to search. Okay. Type in Oive. We, I, we did this o- before. Did we? It's yes. been that long? Yes. Jewish space laser. A million dollars. Yes. And I shared this with okay. Marina and the rest of them. You forgot. You, okay, you, well, you, there forgot, we go. you forgot you even told me this. Yes, you oh, can man. buy <laughs> you can buy a Jewish space laser. <laughs> now, you're on a, now you're on another list, Judah. <laughs> now you're on another list, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I are, are people yeah. are people actually blaming the Hawaiian fire on Oh, the yeah, Jewish I said there's a conspiracy laser? out there saying it's the Jewish space laser. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene's out there probably backing this one 100. percent No, it's on Twitter. It says, uh, well, Twitter. yeah, it's Twitter. Rumors mm-hmm. swirled that a laser beam struck the island of Maui shortly before the fire. Well, I mean, as a representative today, of the Jewish today, people, you did you have anything to say today, in response to this? I mean, today is my son's birthday, and I totally, I told, I told him I might light some things up for him. And but, we're canceled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right bro appreciate you just want to come out and bust yeah man no absolutely anytime all right later brother all right later and we're on a list <laughs> uh you know the, the, seriously though folks these these fires are bad these are really bad um the wildfires driven by strong winds from hurricane dora pass oh man so this sounds like it's like a, a series of multiple events that have influenced or have uh oh my god I mean, for those that don't know, when you have a wildfire and you throw wind into it, bro, it's it's unstoppable. It is unstoppable. So if there was, I didn't know about the Hurricane Dora. Passing far to the south took the island of Maui by surprise, leaving behind burned out cars and once busy streets and smoking piles of rubble where historic century old buildings had once stood. Uh, let's watch some of the, video, the footage here. Hurricane fueled wildfires in Gulf Maui, Hawaii. Let me turn this down. Good Lord. If you're watching this or if you're not watching, you're listening to it. The streets are covered in smoke from the winds. And the fires are raging. The streets are completely abandoned. But imagine hurricane-level winds, and in the background, there's massive building fires being spread. This is horrible to see. I feel so bad for them. And, you know, these are people that have, you know, generations have handed down the house after house after house. It's just, it's gone. Oh, good Lord. Sorry about that loud noise there, folks. My bad on that one. Oh, that's so horrible to see. AP reports officials said earlier that 271 structures were damaged or destroyed and dozens of people injured with a huge search and rescue operation underway for some people still unaccounted for. We barely made it out in time. Uh, Kamula Kaukau, I forget how to say, I don't know how to say that, who fled an evacuation shelter on Tuesday is with his partner and six-year-old son, told AP. Um, <clears throat> okay, so here's a map of Maui. So there's three different parts. Lahaina, I'm going to mispronounce these, so get mad all you want. It's not my bad. Kai and Upcountry. And if you look, I'll show you on the live screen here. Um, these are where the fires are at. Um, it was so hard to sit there and watch my town burn to ashes and not be able to do anything. He said, I was helpless. Fire evacuation shelters have been opened on Maui and officials earlier said they were overrun with people. The island is a popular tourist destination and visitors have been urged to stay away. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, and God bless the Coast Guard for going out there and kicking ass, man. These guys and girls are doing amazing things. This is a lot of this is not a safe place to be. Hawaii Lieutenant Governor Sylvia Luke told reporters, "We have resources that are being taxed. Firefighters are still battling active fires with helicopters dropping water on the blazes from above." Has the Biden administration come out and said anything about this? Uh, I don't think he knows where he is. <laughs> he doesn't even know where Hawaii is. Yeah. Oh man, I'm just gonna okay. I'm just gonna say this. I'm not ashamed to say this. Um, how many people, when you were younger, didn't know that Hawaii was an island? 
because the maps they showed us, Hawaii was at the bottom. So I thought you could drive there. This is when I was younger. Oh, you're so dumb. Yeah, what? You're Fuck so you, Josh. That or Alaska. That too. Until you actually look on a globe, it's like, wait, wait a minute. I've been lied to. The world isn't flat. What the hell? Nah. That is really sad to see that, man. Yeah, that's terrible. That is horrible. Ah, I'm so sorry to see that. God bless those people. Um, <clears throat> such a tragedy. But again, $10 billion to Ukraine, right? What about Hawaiians? What about these people that need help? That's so damn sad. Um, all right, moving on. Rand Paul says, Fauci caught in lies to Congress about coronavirus research. Dead to rights. Senator tells Fox and Friends 2020 Fauci email appears to contradict sworn testimony to Congress. Senator Rand Paul said Thursday on Fox and Friends that he believes Dr. Anthony Fauci is caught in a clear case of perjury related to his past testimony to Congress about coronavirus research in China. Paul explained why he is pursuing an official criminal referral of Fauci to the Department of Justice for lying under oath. I'll hold my breath on that one. I'll hold my breath on that one. I mean, how many times do we get, we get told, you know, the DOJ has been compromised. I mean, it shouldn't even be called Department of Justice. It's called the Department of just vindictiveness. Political vindictiveness is what it should be called. Apparently he's got him in the... Paul pointed to an email from February of 2020 in which Fauci detailed a call with British medical researcher Jeremy Farrar, who was a director of the Wellcome Trust at, at the time. Excuse me. According to Fauci, those on task force call, including Francis Collins, former director of the National Human Genome Research Institute, <clears throat> and other highly credible scientists with expertise in evolutionary biology, expressed concern about the fact upon viewing the sequences of several isolates on the NCOV, there were mutations in the virus. Man, this has got like Resident Evil written all over it. It does, doesn't it? Take Resident Evil with Oppenheimer and that's where we're at. Because, you, you know... They, they do do this. They do biological, or excuse me, biological weapon research. Yeah. 100%. Because I'm telling you, forget hydrogen bombs. Forget, it, it, Oppenheimer is outdated. If you think that's what they're going to use, no. It's going to be something like this. It's going to be a biological weapon. <clears throat> They've been recent. So it's kind of like a, it's the same as like a Cold War, an arms race. And this is the problem with the governments. They are doing this to essentially get a, 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 a leg up on another country saying, well, look, we've got this. If you use this, we've got this. And it just seems like we continue to evolve and evolve. And COVID is what happens as a result. An accidental lab slip, if you will, in China. And there you go. Infecting the world. I still think China released that on their own. I still think because they were on the verge. Beijing was on the verge of a massive protest. They were calling for the Second Amendment. They were calling for Trump. They wanted to overthrow the communist government, and it was picking up steam. Yeah. And then suddenly, boom, COVID. Everybody goes indoors. Yeah. I tend <clears> to <throat> lean on it was released on purpose. I think so, too. Because it you gave can't... The, it gave them the perfect opportunity yeah. to put everybody in a mask, to do mail-in ballots, and to really right the ship where they needed to, to go. Yep. So I like these guys. I can see that. They're scumbags. I wouldn't put a past over. <clears throat> Neither would I. 100%. This is because they said it came from a bat. No. That was a lie. That was a cop out. It didn't come from a bash. Or the wet, sh the wet market. They said it came from the wet market. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. And then they said it got leaked from a Wuhan lab, and then they censored everybody. I mean, we lost my YouTube for that. Yeah. <clears throat> they, they took us down for COVID misinformation just for discussing this. 
Can't even talk about it. No, but you want that, to know how a you're in a communist tell- country? Yep. You can't talk about stuff. 100%. And that's a massive tell all when places like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram is hard banning anybody out there discussing the causation behind COVID. And they said, we don't even want you talking about it. Folks, that is the biggest giveaway right there. And so that's why, like, a lot of these conspiracy theorists come out of the woodwork. But at the same time, conspiracy they're theorists. not conspiracy they're theorists. They're truth tellers. Yeah, it's kind of like, no, what they're saying now actually makes sense. So I saw the video you posted of all the. Uh, Right wing or left wing media talking about yep. shaming people to get the vaccine. Yep. People that don't have the vaccine are the problem. Yep. Uh, and this is what I, I would what like those people. I who, would like some retribution. Uh, they should stand accountable for the bullshit that they. Well, actually, most of them, like Don Lemon, got fired. Cuomo got both Cuomos got fired. That's only because <clears> the yeah the station was yeah. doing too bad. I mean, the, nobody's watching it because nobody believes them. There's that one quote that makes a lot of sense to talk about. There has never been a time in history where those that censored were the good guys. Yeah, you I cannot saw that. name me one time yeah. in history. That's should, people should get on board with that. And the result <laughs> that was also that other statement that really it, it resounds even today. Uh, bros before hoes. Always, always, my niggas, my niggas know it. Always, my <laughs> motherfucker, my motherfucking niggas. I need to get Tommy Vex back on, by the way. He can actually, I told him, I was like, bro, you can come back on the show. You can say it all you want. I'm not on Twitch anymore. They don't give a fuck. It's like, say it all. You Nam bomb the shit. We can have an entire episode where that's the only word that gets said. The whole episode. What are I going to do? What are I going to do? They already banned me on everything. So anyway. But yeah, apparently uh, Rand Paul's got Fauci with the smoking gun. Ain't shit going to happen. That dude should be prosecuted. He should he spend should the rest be. of his life in jail. Yep. The severity and the loss that that douchebag caused at the hands of Donald Trump. Anything oh. to say on that, you bitch? Anything to say on that? Huh? Yeah, his, uh, nah, his, dog, his dog, economics dog. were fantastic. Hold on, hold on. Let me. Let we, <laughs> we are a wealthier country under his leadership. Wait a second. Wait a second. You, you know anything to say about his, his empowerment of Fauci? Yeah, I said his handling of that was terrible. I didn't, we should have never had the PPP loans. Should have never yeah. had lockdowns. Okay, he on, shouldn't have done. <laughs> All right, Josh. What, what, what about Trump and Fauci? Uh, I think it is a. Uh huh. Keep going. Keep going. I think he fucked it up. I, I don't have a problem saying that. <laughs> Fuck you. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god. It's handling of the. We're so uh, professional on this podcast. Economic was. I think he. Uh, Financially, he did great. I think he did a great job financially. Until he fucked it all up. That's all I care about. If so, whoever can make the taxes the lowest and stay out of my business, and yeah, you know, that's who I want to win. Speaking of pledges, <laughs> which we weren't talking about that at all, uh, Nikki Haley signs RNC pledge to support eventual GOP nominee. I listened to a bit on Trump this morning <clears throat> over on Twitter, and he was talking about he's not going to sign this. And he talked about, he's like, why would I? Um, he even talked about he's not going to attend the debates because he's like, I'm polling at 80%. These other guys are post polling in like single percentiles. So, yeah. And here's the thing. I can, uh, man, I hate saying this. I think Trump's doing the right thing on that one. Wait, in the what, sense you, of, what did you say? On the sense of. Wait, oh, what was that? He did. Can I fetish? Yeah. Can I fetish? You're over there muting yourself by accident. <laughs> if I was on Trump's team, that's the smart approach. The incumbents never usually debate. Because patrol, patrol juice. Trump actually has a good point here. He's polling so high. He's like, what do I have to win on this? He's not wrong. Yeah. I think he should debate DeSantis, though. I think he should. But he's not going to. 
He's going, it's been like a prize fighter. You're ducking those fights. You've got the title. You're going to protect it. This is the part where it's the political game that comes into play. Yeah. It's all about the numbers here. It's not about doing the right thing. It's like debate him. Let the best man win. Trump ain't going to do that. He's yeah. not going to debate the Senate. He's going to run from it. It's going to look do you bad think on DeSantis Trump. DeSantis debates Newsom? <clears throat> oh, he already said he is. Is it going to happen? Oh, no, yeah. I don't think you were here for that episode. You were dealing with the freaking the pipes. <laughs> oh, Joshy boy, the pipes, the pipes are broken. Yeah, just so they <laughs> they have to come back out, redig under my house to replace the cast iron that they left. All of it. Oh, just the cast iron. Yeah. But how much of that was left? About 12 feet. Motherfuckers. Yeah. So they lied to you. Yeah, they did. Sons of bitches. And then the, uh, anyway. But I hope it's almost get, done. I hope they get COVID. Nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about those contractors, sons yeah. of bitches. Anyway. <laughs> Um, fuck, what were we talking about? About how you were going to change your vote to Trump. Yeah. Anyway, and things of like that are never going to fucking happen. Um, no, Newsom and, um, we talked about on a show that, uh, he's accepted it. Newsom challenged them and DeSantis accepted. He said, let's do it. I don't see how this could benefit DeSantis in any way. I mean, it might, you're not going to win over democratic voters. You're not. Newsom no. is the golden child of California. He's the slick back archetype politician. He? He's a know. slime bag. Newsom's a piece of shit. California is <clears throat> such a as terribly run state that yeah. I can't see how anybody other than cheating gets <laughs> this guy Bro. in the, in the Well, I mean, you look at the, the common look at the common uh contemporary liberal. They are brainwashed to such an extent because of Trumpism. It's the anti-Trump. So anything that is on the right is related to Trump, which makes them akin to Nazis and racists. So what are they left with? Well, the Newsoms. They're gonna vote liberal. And I think a lot of them is just because they're not educated and they don't care enough to educate themselves. It's all go by the seat of our pants, feel good emotion, emotionally driven voting, which is stupid. And that's why you see most Democrats, if not all Democrat run cities are shitholes, shitholes, shitholes. Dallas is no different. No different. Need to be zapped with a Jewish Jewish laser. laser. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's do it. Let's, let's call them back up. Like, Hey, Yuda, uh, get your boys, get your boys over there to uh, do a little zappage, a little zappage. So I don't know. We'll say, but yeah, I don't. I don't think anything's good. I mean, I'm. I'll watch it. Um, I've never seen Newsom debate, but I, I can already tell you this: if DeSantis goes in there with the facts, which he does have on his side, he will destroy Newsom. Newsom was busted for again uh, violating COVID restrictions right. multiple times. Right. That in and of itself shows that you're not worthy of leadership. And DeSantis just has to quote the COVID facts, talking about the lockdowns didn't work, this didn't work, and and Newsom, California was one of the most lockdown states there were. And that's why a lot of Californians fled to Texas and Florida, specifically Florida. Yeah. Florida saw a massive upticks of Californians saying, fuck it, I'm out. I'm going to uh, Florida where it's, it's actually open. Um, Newsom's not going to be able to debate that. Yeah. All he can refute it with is, well, we saved lives. No, you didn't. Not, 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 any. not in the slightest. <clears throat> you were lied to. Uh, Wolf Six on Kick says California here, and almost all of us freaking hate Newsom. Always have, but then where's he getting the votes from? So I'm like, they have to be doing something shady to stay exactly. in a position of power. I could see it. I mean, I mean, he's a terrible governor. It's horrible. Like the politicians there are, are awful. I don't know exactly. Why are, so why are so many people leaving that state? Who's voting for him is my biggest concern. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Like, like I, I don't get from the grave. <laughs> David gets it. Uh, Uterimer uh, on Twitter, he's already tweeting that. I said, so with so many people uh, blaming the Hawaii fires on Jewish space layers, I want to make it very clear they didn't get it from my site. <laughs> that dude, that dude promotes this shit. My God, fucking Jew. Leave it to the Jew. <laughs> I love being an independent podcast. We can make all the jokes we want. 
Um, oh, off topic. Um, this happened like a week or two ago. Donnie Baker passed. Really? Yeah. I think I talked about it before. Donnie Baker. I swear to God, man. Yeah. He died. Yeah. I know him and Amory were friends. Amory made a tweet about it. Um, yeah, Donnie Baker. I, I met him once. Uh, he was performing with Amory. I was their their uh, their intro guy, their hype man, whatever you want to call it. Super, super down to earth, sweet dude. Didn't know him well, but very nice. Like outside of the shtick he created, Donnie Baker, really cool, humble dude. Really nice guy. And he'd been around since I was a kid. He used to. I think he got big on the Bob and Tom show. <clears throat> he did a uh, Donnie Baker man. I swear to God, I did man. And yeah, he passed. I think he was in his fifties. Such this, a such a. I think it was. What I, I, I'm not sure. I think it was natural causes. Um, but yeah, such a damn shame. Yeah, it's uh, he was a real funny guy. He was, he was. But I saw that and I was like, man, that sucks. That sucks. But uh, all right, <clears throat> U.S. Catholic Church. Any other good news you got for me? Yeah, right. Well, yeah, that's people are dying. Sucks. All right, we'll see you next time, folks. <laughs> Circle uh, of life. Circle of life. U.S. Catholic Church under explicit attack, Archbishop warns, but says there's hope. Archbishop Salvatore Cordelion of the Archdiocese of San Francisco says Catholic leaders and laity must engage in proper education. The Catholic Church is experiencing a crisis of direction in the United States. Laity is less educated on the faith than previous generations, and its institutions hold far less political power than in previous decades. Oh, I love how he says that. We have far less political power, as it should be. As a church, you should have no political power. None. Just the fact that the Catholic, Catholic Church, you know, I encourage you to go look at the strength the Catholic Church had, specifically during the Renaissance period. Oh, my God. Those dudes were bigger than king. The Pope was the most, everything was, the kings bowed to the Pope. I'm telling you. But now that the Catholic Church has lost a lot of that political power, even Joe Biden is not even a good Catholic. Because, you know, this Pope right now that we have, or that they have, excuse me, not me, I don't identify with that fruitcake, but even he is like pro-gay, pro all this stuff. And Catholic doctrine dictates no, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. But the most that the Pope throw every time he throws his hand in the political arena, he, he gets slapped with it. It's like, stop doing that. Because he keeps pushing these woke agendas that conflict with Catholic doctrine. It's like, so then what is it? Because if God's word is perfect, God's word doesn't change. So why are you trying to change it? Therefore, you're saying God's word is flawed and you're going back on your word. Because if you're the intended representative of Christ on earth, what changed? talks about, you know, anti, nobody should have guns, blah, 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 blah. But Christ said, pick up a sword. And blast Christ. him, mother. <laughs> I don't think those were his words verbatim, but he did pick up a whip and went ape. Something like that. It was translated <laughs> to today's. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Go hard AF on those money changers. Oh, my gosh. Um Amid increased tension with federal government agencies and a surge in vandalism against Catholic churches, many see the religion as stuck in perpetual defensive position. Archbishop, Archbishop, Archbishop Salvatore of the Archdiocese of San Francisco told Fox News Digital in an interview that properly educating Catholics and organizing um, around critical social issues is the only way for the Catholic Church to make headway back into the modern cultural arena. In our own Catholic Church, 
We're in a struggle about living our faith in a world that's become very secularized, but secularized not in the sense of apart from religion, but with a value system that's hostile to some basic values that we have. Uh, Kitty diddling? Is that what you're talking? Is that what you're talking about? Kitty? I don't know. Yeah. Um, actually, no, I got to stop. I shouldn't be making fun of religions, but uh, if we make fun of Muslims, Catholics, hey, you're on the table, boys. So, you know, pull them pants down. Let's get yeah, out of this. All fair game. All fair game. Sounds like defensive position. That's like a sexual position. <laughs> <laughs> oh, summoning up. Ah, we're going in dry, boys. The Archbishop, uh, how do we live our faith with integrity? Well, I mean, if it's all about bringing people to Christ, why are you worried about your sphere of influence? Because honestly, what what's at the bottom, what's at the foundation of this is money. What mm-hmm. he's basically saying is we are losing Catholic followers, therefore we are losing Catholic tithing versus we are losing Catholic money. That's what it boils down to. Come on. What else could it be? You think these people really care about bringing people to Christ? Come on. Some, uh, probably a good chunk of them do. I'll be honest, but it certainly ain't the Pope. Yeah, it ain't the Pope. The higher ups are more about power, and yeah, I can see that. It's within any religion, I'd imagine. The higher up you get, the more out of touch, corrupt you become. The taller the hat, the more important your religion. (laughs) I've never understood that. Like Christ said, go preaching the word, go preach the gospel. Rich young ruler, you know, sell off your goods and follow me. Put this giant hat on, and put this giant hat and robe on. Even though Peter never went to Rome, but yet somehow he was the first pope. Someone get Rome. that guy a gold scepter. Yeah, let's deck out the Vatican in nothing but gold. But preach, donate to the homeless. Well, you first, motherfuckers. You first. Let's see you do it. Put your money where your mouth is. Chip off some of that golden statue from the thing of Peter, and go save a country or something. Ah, ah. Um, ah, enough of this one. All right. Um. <clears throat> Breaking news. Just saw this before we started the show. Uh, Iran. Several Americans held in Iran moved to house arrest in the first step of a planned prisoner swap. I did not know anything about this. Did you? No. No, I know anything. The chat, any of y'all know anything about this? Did, you, did y'all, anybody seen anything about this recently? I, I did not even know this was even going on. But um, five Americans imprisoned in Iran have been placed under house arrest in the first step of a planned prisoner exchange between Tehran and Washington that will include the release of roughly $6 billion in Iranian government assets blocked under U.S. sanctions, according to the multiple sources familiar with the deal. Um, so <laughs> my tango teacher, she's Iranian. She's a sweet. She, she fled Iran. And she talks about like, you know, they, she talks about you want to talk about people talking about Muslim or Islam. I fled Islam. She goes, Islam is a horrible religion. Like, no, that is not a good religion. She goes, the people that like endorse Islam and talk about Islam, blah, 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 have never lived under actual Islam. So she goes, if you go to the Middle East, if you go to Iran, you go to like Iraq, Afghanistan, you live on, you live under Islam specifically as a woman. Yeah. You're not going to want to be there. Not very fun. Not very fun. You got to wear a burqa, you know, you're just treated worse than a dog. And I mean that literally you are treated worse than a dog, but um, they were all talking about, like, we should go to Iran one day. It's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. They're kind of capturing us over there. Not so much. Yeah, kind of American. I got I some tattoos. Head cut off. Yeah. Um, just not into that. But, uh, and she hasn't been back. She's like, I'm not going to go back because, uh, you know, they would, if she goes back, they'll probably take her passport. And she'll be stuck there. They will not let her leave. Like she literally, she fled. She's like, I'm never going back because <clears throat> of Islam and a, a corrupt regime. Did you ever go to Iran? No. I mean, Iraq, 
Iran 2.0. Nah. Uh, the difference between Arabs and Persians is, is until you experience the culture itself, they are vastly different. And I didn't know that. Because you think Middle East, you think the same thing. You think Arabs, no, no, no. There are a difference between Persians, Iranians, and Iraqis and the rest of them. Arab versus Persian, completely different. Arabs, I feel, are more hardcore. Um, I, I feel kind of like um, Persians a little bit more progressive in, in some ways, way more accepting. Uh, but the Arab community is by far just very, just absolute. Versus, and that's just my interpret. That's my opinion. So, I mean, if we have persons in the chat that disagree, well, go fuck yourself. I don't care. But anyway, that's just me. Um, but uh, Persians and their gold and their perfume. The dudes with the perfume. I don't get that. I mean, I do. They wear a lot of perfume because originally they came from the desert. Jacquard Noir. Jacquard Noir. Jump off the heads and drink the Jacquard Noir. Um, Come try my meats and cheeses. <laughs> you love them. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we've, offend we've offended everybody today. It's great. Um, that's what we call the All-American Stab Show podcast. No, a lot of it was because uh, perfume back during the day was a hot commodity because it basically ma masked your scent because you live out in the desert. Right. Um, but no, they've a culture that they've been a culture that has revolved around gold. Gold is one of their biggest investments because, like in Persian culture, like Sheila, her dad's from Iran, and they gave her like the little bangles on, and that's actual pure gold. And the way they invest, it's like they purchase these things that you can go back and resell it later if you need money. So it's just their investment. They're, they are hardcore about gold. And I regret when I was in Dubai not buying gold. I bought Sheila one or two golden things, but that's just their investment because the price of gold continues to just, you know, it flourishes. Gold value continues to rise. And so that's what a lot of people do. They're investing in gold. But I was like, I'd like to buy some golden bricks, thin sheets that you can chip off little pieces to sell over time. I don't know. I don't know a lot about it, but Persian community, they definitely do. Now, they know Hobo all about is asking, gold. Uh, he has a Persian rug. Does that count? Persian rugs, they've stopped making them. Persian rugs are expensive. If you get yourself like an authentic Persian rug, that takes a long time to make, and they are beautiful. Sheila's dad, his house, he has nothing but Persian rugs everywhere. They're worth a lot. They're worth a lot of money because that's an, that's a, it's like an outdated yeah. craft that not a lot of people, like, for example, quilting. Uh, quilting in America. It does count, Hobo. You have a Persian rug. An authentic, real Persian rug. Now, not the cheap knockoff store-bought shit. Not that's that Indian effect. shit. Not that Indian shit. Get that out of here. Absolutely not. <laughs> I fucking love Indians. I've got some Indian friends. All of, And that's what I love about the Tango community I'm in. I've met through them so many different people from so many different cultures and backgrounds and learned so much about them. I will never go to India. Uh, they said India is horrible. Don't go there. Um, every person I've talked to outside of my friends, too, they're like, India is a shithole. It is, the, the air is so polluted. The food is horrible for you. Um, they said it's just, and also the men, um, uh, our tour guide actually in Mexico, she took us to one of the cenotes. She's a world traveler as well. And it's, she's got a pretty cool life. She does tour guiding through the season, the hot season that she travels the world through the, the low periods. She saves up her money. But she said she, she went to India. She's like, men there can't have sex by the religion. So it, it's because in India? Indian women will not have sex with these dudes until they're married. So these dudes are trying to get laid and other women are, the women aren't giving it up. So when they see like a white woman, even though she's like Mexican, they were like, they're handsy. They want to have, they, they were offering, they were offering to pay her good money to have sex with her. It's crazy. Mm. Mm. That's where, and that, that it, it kind of clicked in my head. It's like, that's where the whole Bob's and Vagine came from. The Indian dudes on social media, always in your inbox and the DMs, like send me Bob's and Vagine. That's where it comes from. These are horny dudes. They don't have no way to get their rocks off because I don't know if they have pornography over there. Oh, I, I'm sure I, they do. I don't think they can get it on the internet. Really? But I think it goes against their religion. Oh, well. Um, Seems like you could get porn anywhere. No. In some places, like, you know, absolutely not. Like, the, the internet is nationalized. 
and it will restrict you from getting access to it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, very interesting. Lots for, of brothels in India. Oh, I didn't good know that. Them. There's brothels in India. Oh, they, are they legal? Is a bazooka legal? Is a bazooka legal? That's that's for the old school listeners. What was that douchebag's name? I can't remember. Mayor Pro Tem douchebag. <laughs> Is a bazooka legal? Uh, pretty sure it's not. But uh, I mean. My my thing is whatever the government has, we should have it. Yeah. So yeah, make bazookas legal. Um, yeah, China blocks a lot of the IPs. Um, <clears throat> also explains why Indian women are little brown fuck tornadoes here. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh. No, it's true. But I got I have two very good Indian friends, and God bless them. Uh, they had to go back over to India. Her father passed. And they had to go back over there and do their thing, and they're coming back. But they're very sweet people. They really are. Oh yeah, they're a very nice culture. Uh, well, it depends. I mean, just like anything, it's who, it's who, yeah. who you know. Well, I don't but, know. Like um, the Philippines, when, every time I've been, I've been over there a lot, and the people are crazy nice. That's just good. Anywhere you go, they were super nice. Yeah. So it's all about like you can't let a few bad apples ruin the entire bunch. Yeah. I get that, but and all the Indian people I've met, and I do get some looks when Sheila and I walk into an Indian food restaurant because I love chicken tikka masala. Oh my god. I only had that like about a year ago for the first time because I'm very close-minded when it comes to food. I am very, I'm a stickler. I just texture, I'm not for it. But I tried naan and then chicken tiki marsala. Dude, I could eat that shit in buckets. It is so good. It's my daughter's favorite. Really? She loves tiki oh, masala. so good. So good. Dip the naan, you mix the rice. Ugh. And when then, they went to, uh, when they were real small, they went to a uh, Indian Montessori school. Mm. Or it was run by uh, an Indian Indian couple. Right, they were really sweet. So Indian Montessori school. What is that? Montessori. What is that? Uh, it was before they went to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So it was like when they're three, four years old, they would right. go there and they would, you know, teach them letters. And oh, okay, okay. So, so it's like a pre. Okay, I thought it was like sort some like kind a preschool. Of, yeah. Okay, that's cool. No. Um. <clears throat> so they got introduced to Indian that, culture. Yeah, that that cuisine was. They love it. Well, fuck, Indian food is delicious. Um, and it's not all spicy. They get that. I mean, some of it is, but there's a lot of it's not. But how many Persians do I actually have in the chat right now? Because I will tell you one of the best Persian dishes there are that I didn't even know about. And it's so weird. Well, it turns out Hobo likes Thailand ladyboys. We always knew that about yeah. Hobo. Yeah. Hobo is our resident. He's our resident degenerate. Yeah. <laughs> Hobo is our resident degenerate. But uh, how many, Good how for many, you. Good how many, for you, how many Persians do we have in the chat? Do we have any? One of the most, um, one of the best delicacies, it's not even a delicacy, one of the most common foods over there that everybody loves is tadic. Tadic. And, and I, I, it didn't make sense to me until I actually had it. So there's different ways to make tadic, but tadic is when they make the rice, the undercooked part, the cooked, the part on the bottom that's cooked kind of the most, it, it's not burnt, but has a crunchy feel to it yeah. and it's delicious. And for some reason, it's like the most sought after of the the, the, the the food over there. I shouldn't say most, but it's it's the most one of the most well-loved. And so there's different ways to make tadic. So, for example, um, also when they put the bread down and they'll put a sauce on top of the rice and they, they put it in the pot and they are, they put it on the pan and they, they uh, cook it, it also becomes very saturated, slightly crunchy, and it is the most, it's like a, a slew of different flavors hitting you all at once. And it's so good. It is so good. Which tadic, restaurants are you going to? Um, I'll give Making you the me hung, Make my mouth water. Bro, I'm telling you, let's take the crew there one day. Matter of fact, we should do it tomorrow for Friday. Let's take them all to, um... Hey, do you guys want to go get diarrhea? <laughs> it will. If you're not ready for it, it will fuck up your system. You are going to be peeing out your butt for a little while, but it is like every single time I'm on the shitter, I'm like, oh, worth it. Oh, it is so good. I'm just, uh, John, have you ever had Wagyu? What kind of question is that? You kidding me? 
I, actually, I'm going to say, I think Wagyu is way overrated. I think it's overrated. I do. It's all in how you prepare it, though. Wagyu beef, it's really good. It's very tender. It just, you don't even need a knife to cut it. It's that good. But I, when we went to, last time we was on Nanny for Sills podcast, like a year or so ago, yeah. we went to the chop house. And the Wagyu beef was like 50 bucks an ounce. Yeah. I never had it before. So we bought four ounces for the table. We want everybody to try it. I wasn't impressed. I was not impressed. I was like, I can make better steak than this. Yeah. But it was the preparation, the seasoning that just that disqualified it from my list. The beef itself is very good. The tenderization, oh, it's so delicious. But sometimes, like, I went to um, Nick and Sam's here in Dallas. Nick and Sam's is like one of those uh, hole in the wall, not hole in the wall, but it's like one of those restaurants that apparently that's yes. where the in crowd goes. I didn't know this. You know, we went to go celebrate Sheila's birthday there with her family. And she's a, she loves restaurants. She's a restaurant connoisseur. So she got us reservations at Nick and Sam's. And I got the steak. I'm a steak snob. I was not impressed. Neither, actually, it wasn't just me. The entire family, they, a few, her father got a steak. Some other people like tried mine. I was like, yeah, this, it was prepared good, but it was seasoned horribly. Very to little, little to no flavor. It's like, I don't want to eat just meat. Like flavor this motherfucker. Like put something on it. Spit on it if you have to. I don't care. Rub it on your nuts. Give it some kind of flavoring. Um, that's the problem I had in Argentina. Argentinian steak. Like, you got to try the steak. You got to try the steak. But it could have been because of where I tried the steak at, but there was no flavoring. And I'm like, no, that's part of being a good chef is to put a good seasoning on there. And they did not. So we tried Nick and Sam's and then we tried another one. Um, when I took my mom to, uh, what was it called? Man, I cannot think of it. We want to go to the Maverick. You heard of this one? The Maverick? No, yeah. I haven't. Apparently, it's, you got to get reservations. It's in a high rise. It's got the best views of Dallas and has, I think, the most expensive steaks in Dallas. But, man, a lot of that can be attributed to the fact that it's just that you're the cool people go there. Apparently, the Dallas sites, Dallas elites, that's where they go to have dinner. That's also where celebrities go and shit like that. But I'm going to say it. I am I have yet to find a restaurant. I'll catch a lot of flack for this, but I don't care. I have yet to find a restaurant that can beat out Ruth's Chris. Really? Their steaks are the best. Oh my gosh, the seasoning, the pre the preparation, it's so good. It is so good. I've been around the world, man, and I have yet to find, and they've got it right. And I understand why they're franchised, because their shit's bomb as fuck. Have you ever been to Albert A's? No, I've not. It's really good. It's it's a steakhouse. Okay. It's down off of uh, Oaklawn. Okay. If you oh, get a chance. Yeah, it's Oaklawn's also one of those places that, Oaklawn, and what's the other place? Oh, fuck. Not six points. Um... It's where that mall shopping area outlets where everybody goes um, west, west something. West End. West End, yeah. And West End Town and ha, 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 ha. East End Boys and West End Girl. Uh, I don't know why I sang that like freaking Aaron Neville. West End Town Boys. Um, no, Dallas is very overrated. North Star and Chat says, you know, everybody yeah. talks about, I'll put it this way though. The restaurant selection is not matched. There is a, there is a plethora, a plethora. Of so many different types of restaurants to try here. There's one called Casablanca. I want to go try that one. Um, Sheila's got a list. Um, she is a she's a restaurant snob in the sense of she will go in and she judges restaurants based upon the ambiance right off the bat. What's the ambiance like? Guys, we don't give a fuck. Bring me the food. It's cheap. It's good. Make sure the liquor is good. I'm I'm money. But she's one of those people. She goes. I enjoy the experience. I enjoy how does the host act. Do they make you feel welcomed? Is it a welcoming environment? Is it a good ambiance? Do you feel at ease? Can you enjoy your food? She's really into this stuff. I told her, I was like, she needs to start an Instagram, like critiquing, but there's a lot of restaurants. There are a lot of Instagram pages already doing that. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's um, 
There's, there's, there, they, we do have different, definitely uh, restaurant variety. And, yeah. but yeah, these steakhouses, I am not impressed. I am not. Yeah, you have to try uh, Albernay's. I okay. think you'd like it. Yeah, give it a shot. Um, I think, I think the average price, like at Ruth Chris, I mean, I won't lie to you. If you've been to Ruth Chris, it's expensive, but you are getting what you're paying for. Like I, so when I first started going there, I would get the porterhouse for two. It's 64 ounces. I would destroy it. I could eat all that meat. Could I wouldn't you, I would, uh, put down the old 96er. I, I never saw that. On. From the great outdoors. You've never seen the great outdoors. Mm, clearly oh, not. Jesus. What's wrong with you? Loser. Uh, I the, think that, that everybody know what I'm talking about. The great, the great outdoors with John Candy, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, they go oh, camping. I never saw that. John Candy. I know what you're referring to, but I never saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was one. Of, he was one of the legends. Oh, go fuck yourself. By the way, him and Chris Farley died way too soon. Way too soon. <laughs> um, but like in at, at Ruth's Chris at Porterhouse for two, I think it's gonna run you about two hundred bucks. That's a lot of meat, but it's really good. Like maybe one fifty. One fifty. When I when I get I, we eat there. Like I've we eat there every so often. I do love it there. It's it's delicious. Um, I'll start with a Moscow Mule, get you know, or a lemon drop. Their bartenders there are really good. Uh, start with that. Oh, uh, you didn't say it was a gay bar. Oh, absolutely. That's hence why I'm inviting you there. It's not it's your people. I just go to try and find stuff for you, man. I know you feel they're excluded, so I got to make sure that it's your kind of people. Um, I mean, the 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 greeting when you walk in is a, a dick handshake. You know, you just grab the dick and you have a little shake, shake, and that's just the way you grab each other's and you nod. It's like, how are you? How are you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you done? You fucking done with <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, go ahead. Go Busting ahead. my balls over here, fucking Italians, fucking wop over here. Uh, what would I be? I'm just a mutt. Like I have German, Irish. My my, big, my biggest things are German Irish influences, because my family did come from Ireland in the 1700s, uh, which is crazy. I did that um that ancestry.com and N word, nigger. <laughs> I'm sorry, nigger, nigger. It's it's not racist if you put the A. It's racist with the R. It's not with the A. That that's black people rules there. Uh, <laughs> we've been banned on everything. What the fuck? They're not going to ban me on Rumble. They don't give a fuck. That's why I love it. Um, place. If you're playing this out, if you're playing this podcast right now and other people can hear it, I am sorry, but you should have known better. <laughs> you should have known better. Make sure that shit is in your ear pods and nobody can hear us. So there you go. I'm pulling a straight Nick Fuentes over here. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I go there. I start with the Moscow Mule. It's very good. I, I the blueberry Moscow Mule. It's really good. Shut the fuck up. I see you judging me with the gayness over there. But uh, Moscow Mule, and then I'll order a glass, a six ounce glass of Malbec to come with the steak. Steak medium rare, and I usually get the either New York Strip or if I'm really hungry, I'll do the Porterhouse for two. And also everything is um, a la carte, so you pay extra for your entrees, um, or not your entrees, your your appetizers. But I always get the um, one of the best, the best I've ever had, a sweet potato casserole. It's like Thanksgiving in your mouth. Shut the fuck up, Josh. Okay. Shut the fuck up. I, I know like you're, you got a gay joke on deck over there. Like, uh, let's do this. Nah, oh my God. The sweet potato casserole is out of this world. They do have the lobster mac and cheese. Sheila's a big fan of that one. Um, or the potatoes al gratin. Those are actually pretty good. But that's usually what I got. That's my, that's my go-to. And it got so much, they know me over there. The one I go to, they actually, one of the managers said, hey, anytime you come here, here's my card. Give me a call. We'll take care of you. I'm like, what does that mean? But basically, that we'll give you some stuff for free. It's like you've you've come here so often that we know you. Like everyone there fucking knows me. And even Lizzie, her name's Lizzie. She's our she's the one who usually takes care of us. Um, <clears throat> she tells us about her travels, and she's a sweetheart. 
Uh, but she knows what we want. Every time we come in, it's like this. It's like, I'm going to change it up. She goes, look at you, crazy, living a little, bit, living a little La Vida Loco over there. But, um, but yeah, it's, 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 a really, it's a really good experience. I would, I would highly suggest if you've never been to Ruth's Chris, you check it out. You get your money's worth. All right, let's finish this episode. One more thing to talk about. Um, this is, I love this. I absolutely love this. Um, here we go. All right. Um, Uganda president. Have y'all seen this? You want to talk about like Americans being the bad guys here? We're the bad guys in this case. We talk about freedom and leaving people alone, not interjecting America colon, uh, colonization into these other countries, right? Liberals, this is why I love the liberal agenda. There is such hy hypocrisy in this. There is, there is so much hypocrisy in liberal ideologies. And what I mean by this is if you look at Uganda, they just passed a series of anti-LGBT laws, which is their right to do as a country. That's whatever. That's their country. America involvement should be non-existent. But now Joe Biden is basically saying that we are not going to help with the World Bank give loans to Uganda because you're not adopting Western ideologies and principles. So for the liberal agenda out there, for every liberal out there, it's like, oh, America's a bunch of colonizers, blah, blah, blah. You are literally doing the same thing to Uganda, a third world country. Where do you get off? Like, where do you get off? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss on this one. I'm at a loss. So it's okay to be a colonizer if the people are not pushing your gay bullshit. Then it's okay. Oh, you can invade them then. Oh, you, you can starve them then. Listen to this article. The Ugandan president defiant after World Bank suspends funding over LGBT law. Literally told President Biden and the World Bank leader to go fuck yourself. Um... Kampala from Reuters, Uganda's president, Yauri Museveni, on Thursday denounced the World Bank's decision to suspend new funding in response to a harsh anti-LGBTQ law and vowed to find alternative sources of credit. The country would have to revise its budget to absorb the move's potential impact, a junior finance minister said. The World Bank said on Tuesday that the law which imposes the death penalty for certain same-sex acts contradicted its values and that it would pause new funding until it could test measures to prevent discrimination in projects it finances. Now, is this extreme? Of course it is. But that's not the point. The point is we have no business projecting American or Western values on any other country. Why is this okay? Why is this okay? It's not okay. But what I will say, though, is they ain't got to deal with the gayness over there, though. There ain't no trans people in Uganda. Yeah. But they're all over in America now. There ain't no trans Ugandians or whatever you call them. Ugandans? 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 Ugandians? I don't know. The World Bank is ex, uh, has an existing portfolio of $5.2 billion in Uganda, although these projects will not be affected. If I was Uganda, I'd be like, oh, so, okay, we're just not going to pay you back then. What are you going to do about it? You're already cutting off our funding, so bye. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Come invade us for what? <laughs> I don't know. They probably will. And they figured, well, I mean, with who? Who's the World Bank going to send? You see, our, this, is a, this is a very <laughs> American <laughs> problem. United yeah. States military? Yeah. Um... This is a very dangerous precedence to set, folks. Because imagine a one world bank, a world bank, that's bothersome to me. But now the world bank says, well, we have directives that you have to follow. And if you don't, we suspend any investments, any loans. That's it. So that means that you have to accept the gay agenda. It means you have to accept whatever agenda that comes from them. What if it turned into you have to admit that transgender women are actual women? And you say, no. Well, you don't get funding. Bro. 
That's a very, this is a very, very dangerous time that we're living in, folks. Very dangerous time. You know, they didn't take that same stance with uh, Saudi Arabia, did they? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think but so. But Saudi's yeah. also very wealthy. Yeah, they're very wealthy, but... Uh, Uganda's not. <laughs> yeah, but we're trying to buy oil or trying to get money from our But World like Bank, I mean, Saudi has the oil, though. They control, like, oil. Forget the bank. The oil is where the money's at. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they have the Saudi bank. Like, yeah, that's a whole different conundrum. So it's kind of like Uganda. They have diamonds. I don't know. I think they, so, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like natural resources, but I don't think they have enough natural resources to compete with, you know, say, for example, oil. Among their commodities is diamonds and oil. Uganda? I think so. I didn't know that. I think it is. I have to look into it. Could be wrong. On but that it one. sounds right. Yeah, possibly. Anything you say sounds right, Josh. That's why you're so awesome. Except for your Trump views. Anyway, hey, that does it for today's episode of the All American Savage Show podcast, folks. Appreciate you being here. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor, go share it. Go tell your friends about us. Uh, hey, man, I've been seeing all the tags on Instagram. Thank you so much. I've been tagging my page, uh, just John Burke IG over there, just J-O-H-N-B-U-R-K-I-G. That's my Instagram over there. The AA Savage Show, I changed it because nobody could search me. They could find me at John Burke now. Also, Tango Me Cortisone is my backup. But hey, if you could, do me a favor, share the show, and then go check out shellshockcbd.com right after this. Go refer your friends. You can go into the reward program. You can generate your own link, send it to your friends when they purchase it. It goes towards your account. Dude, I saw, I read some comments, and there's some people said they didn't even know about that. Well, hey, thanks for listening to the show. Now you know. And no one is half the battle, you bunch of pole smokers. Anyway, <laughs> appreciate you guys. Love you. We'll be here for tomorrow's episode. Tomorrow's episode, don't forget, we're going to be taking calls all day, and it's going to be uh, subscriber only on uh, iTunes. So if you want to, if you're a regular listener, you don't watch the show live, it'll be on iTunes only under subscriber audio. Well, how much does that cost, John? 99 cents. Support us. If you love hearing us, if you love hearing the entertainment, the back and forth of Josh and myself, do us a favor, support the show. We really appreciate that. It goes a long way. 99 cents or like 10 bucks for the year. Gets you access to the subscriber-only audio shows. That's going to be every Friday where we take your calls, debate, talk shit, whatever you want to do. It's completely up to you. So that's what you get. 99 cents, dude. You can't beat that. So if we've helped make you laugh, smile, grab your nuts, whatever the case may be in the last hour and some change, mission accomplished. Spend 99 cents or subscribe over on kick.com. That helps us out as well. So you got anything to add? You guys have a great day. Until next time, you stay savage, America.